The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Gentlemen, you're listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast Community Podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Jimmy Croker. All right, chums, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, we had Gleep back for one show. That was pretty good, though. That was pretty good. I'm not, I have, until yesterday, I had not heard of this meme. What? 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 Yeah, I know. Strange, isn't it? I named my, pump, my puppy after Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> we are Those Guys with Ships. This is episode 41 of our community podcast. Today is August 18th, 2945, Standard Earth Time. Maybe it should be Ronald Jenkins. That might work. <laughs> but the song is called Magnetic Moment, and it is the relatively new second week. Intro, outro track, and it's off of his 2012 album, Days Away, which can be found along with all his other fine music at www.ronaldjenkies.com. Guys, how you doing? Doing good. How about, uh, I've, I've been uh, I've been out partying like a rock star this past weekend. I was, uh, you know, I was telling you guys a little bit about uh, the, uh, the Labyrinth uh, Masquerade Ball, the Labyrinth of Jareth. Which mm-hmm. uh, is a yearly event here in Los Angeles, and um, I'll put a link in the show notes if anybody wants to check it out. But whoa, absolutely amazing, stunning, fantastic! I've never been to a masquerade ball, and you had people in steampunk outfits, steam people in um, uh, Victorian outfits, and in um, medieval outfits, and every kind of costume that you could think of, and it was just amazing. I mean, really fantastic, and I partied way too hard. It cool. looks really cool, but at the same time, kind of scary. It's um, it's intense, but it's just it's everybody's there to have a really good time, and you know, like I said, I think Gleep, I told you that like you know, the Mask of the Red Death, Death was there, and um, you know, the costumes are spectacular, and um, and it's just like I said, everyone's just really there to have a good time, and it's just a lot of cool people having a lot of fun. Uh, there was a da- the drag a dragon came out to dance at the end and uh, yeah, we had uh, there was a there was a, a traveling goblin circus and cool. uh, there was uh, a- an orc raid. There were orcs wandering through the crowd that did this kind of crazy orc combat interpretive dance with um, the uh, guards that were kind of making sure that people had their armbands going in and out of the different uh, ballrooms. They all went up on stage and had a battle with the orcs, and it was just insanity. It was, it was a costumed rave, and I have never been to anything like it before. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna cool. do do a little photo essay on it over at uh, versecast.org if anybody wants to check it out in the next few days. But holy cow! And and I'm just gonna put this out there: my steampunk was on point. <laughs> it was on point, yo. <laughs> yes, it was. It's very, uh, very cool looking. So do do go check that out. You're, you're gonna be it's, you're gonna be plogging, right? Is that what we decided? <laughs> yeah, be? yeah, it's plogging. It's a picture blog, plogging. See what I did there, John? I I picked up on it. That's awesome. All right, well, <laughs> it's the community show, and we have a patch. We got one point one point six, and we played it last night. Um, I think we talked about in the last show that I couldn't find my Starfarer model, and I'm very upset about that. So I'm I'm having a really hard time moving on, but I'm going to do my best here. Just breathe. Um, just breathe. It's, it'll be okay. <gasps> that's no. That's not. That's not good breathing. <laughs> that's not breathing. <laughs> it didn't feel like breathing. Mm. Wait. So what do you have in your hanger at this point? 
Actually, ships-wise? Yeah. You have, um, you have a working fish tank now, don't you? I do, with two small fish. <laughs> um, I have uh, Avenger, Gladius, and Merlin. Uh, no, my, I um, mean, what do you own? What ships do you own? Oh, 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 oh. Um, well, those three, and then the uh, the Starliners, the two Starliners, the Gemini, and the Hull A. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a nice, nice little collection of ships you got going on there. I, I like it. Thank you very much. Um, so... Uh, yeah, we uh, we got together. We played last night. It was um, um, a lot of fun. We had about a dozen guys that uh, came out. Um, among them, Ace, Abby, Benu, Buckshot, Dietrich, Iron Man, Phnom, Solidusty, Jonto was there, Stag, and Tamdemonium. Everyone was saying, "Where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy?" I, Jimmy partied a little too hard this weekend. Jimmy needed a break and just needed to hang out on the couch. <laughs> a little recovery time yeah well saturday was the ball but then friday uh for people that are fans of uh, kevin smith um i went to a taping of hollywood babylon with kevin smith and ralph garman and it was just it was just one of those weekends so it was like we were out till two or three on friday we we're out till two or three on saturday by the time sunday rolled around and my wife went to d3 the big disney event on sunday mm. I, I couldn't do anything i was done on sunday i i couldn't move off the couch so I definitely wanted to go, and I missed everybody, and I will uh, do everything I can to be in this coming Sunday, which I think will be a quieter weekend. Cool, cool. Well, uh, we're looking forward to it. I heard um, that Disney announced the theme park for every IP they own. Uh, well, the Star Wars land is going to be amazing. Uh, I cannot wait for that. Uh, so, mm. yeah, pretty much. Cool. They're not stupid. Everyone on the... Everyone on the planet is going to go to Star Wars land. Are you kidding well, me? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should broadcast live from there. I'll be, I'll, be should, at, I'll be at the cantina if anybody needs me. We should yeah, just broadcast live from somewhere, period. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. They mentioned in that, uh, in that, uh, in that post or, or when they were talking about it that there was going to be a Star Wars cantina. I don't know if it's going to be the one from A New Hope. Or if it's going to be something from like the new movies, but they mentioned that there will be a cantina, and in um, in Disneyland here in California, they have a, a tiki bar, and it is a full mm-hmm. full liquor bar, and one hundred percent authentic. I'm just praying that they do the same thing with a Star Wars cantina, like a, like you. It's not just an attraction, like you can go and just spend hours in there drinking and hanging out and having a good time, making it an actual cantina. Exactly. When they say cantina, surely they mean the cantina. You would think so, but who knows? Because they might they might reference something from the new movie. I'd be so disappointed if it wasn't the cantina with the cantina band playing in the corner. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm I feel like it will be that cantina. But the real question is, is it going to be like a walkthrough attraction or is it going to be an actual cantina? And, oh, I, you'll, I'll never leave. I'll have to buy an, a Disney annual pass and I'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make you go home at night. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Um. So we did some racing. We did some capture the core. Oh, you know what? Uh, speaking of Kevin Smith, uh, I hear he's lost an entire James Pugh. Is that is that true? Huh? He's lost. I heard that Kevin Smith lost oh. an entire James Pugh. <laughs> yeah, actually, he did. Uh, he's lost. I think somewhere in the in the neighborhood of eighty to ninety pounds. Well, maybe three quarters of a pew. No, all he and all he did, <laughs> all he did really was he cut sugar out of his diet, which is a lot harder than it sounds because sugar is in everything. Right. But um, yeah, I guess he did this. I, I want to say eight months, nine months, maybe maybe a year ago. And he was talking about it when uh, the first few months in, and he's just dropping weight because he just stopped eating sugar. Good for him. Yeah, totally. Because he, he was because uh, he was. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that he. Um, uh, started uh, uh, smoking pot, and uh, he had talked. I heard him talking about how that really had um, helped his appetite. You know, especially probably for some of those uh, sugary snacks. And wait, so, uh, he started recently. Yeah, like within the last few years. I mean, like it's been about, long f- about after- five years. But yeah, but Glitch, yeah. right? Yeah, long after you would expect someone to do something like that, especially yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, totally. He found pot as an adult. Hmm. Um, 
But anyway, so I'm, you know, happy to, to see him uh, getting a little healthier. Yeah, yeah. And if, if I mean, if anyone um, isn't familiar with Hollywood Babylon, it's basically Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman doing their take on, on what's going on in Hollywood. Uh, Ralph Garman is a uh, radio personality and a, um, a character actor. And uh, the show's hilarious. I mean, I absolutely love it. And one of the things that was really cool, because a lot of times you listen to the podcast, we went to the taping. And they uh, showed, which was very quickly pulled down by Disney um, across all social media, someone had taken a picture of Mark Hamill in full Jedi robes. I saw that. Yeah. And as quickly as that went online, and it wasn't an official photo, it was basically him uh, in front of a green screen with a bunch of mic stands and stuff all around him. Um, as soon as, as quickly as that went up, Disney went to work getting it pulled down, but Ralph and Kevin managed to grab, uh, an image and save it. And, oh, he looked so cool. Well, he was given the person a look like you didn't just take. Yeah, picture. yeah, yeah. He did. <laughs> he, he was totally looking at him like, really, really guy. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's what, what's, what does it feel like to be unemployed in about 15 <laughs> Yeah. Minutes? You know, you, you, I hope you enjoy that picture cause you will never work in films again. Oh man. But. Very exciting. And I guess I was talking to a friend who's uh, kind of really into all of the timelines and stuff and saying, does, you know, because he should be uh, in episode, uh, what is going to be seven, right? In episode seven, he should be somewhere in his 50s, his late 40s, early 50s, something like that. No, it's, it's 30 years after A New Hope. And you figure he was, what, 18? Let's just round up and say 20. So 20, 30, 40, 55. So he's really, he is actually should be, timeline-wise, he should be in his mid to late 50s. Okay. So, and that, that you know, he was looked like a fit mid-50s. So, yeah. Well, he's a Jedi right. Knight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I bet you he didn't have to cut sugar out of his diet. Probably not. Just had to use the no. force. Dude, he just, he just... Rocking Smarties all day long. There was um there was a, a a tweet in Twitter. I forget what it was. I retweeted it, so it's in my stream. If anybody wants to check it out, but it's a um it's a full Star Wars timeline based on uh the based on all the movies, based on all of the new canon. So it's got Rebels in it. It's got Clone Wars in it. It's got um a few high notes in the comic book series, and it basically runs from uh Episode One all the way through up until uh, episode seven. And there's a lot of little bits in there that I didn't know. Um, and it's just, it's a great timeline piece. Great timeline yeah, piece. But who knows what is canon now? Actually, I mean, actually, um, when Disney acquired Lucas, uh, they said that all the books, uh, that basically everything that w- we're going to tell you what canon is. And as of right now, nothing is canon. And then after they made that announcement, then they were, you know, Star Wars, Clone Wars is canon, Rebels is canon, all the movies obviously are canon, and the new Marvel comic books are canon. So they explicitly said that the mo- all the movies are canon. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, it has to be. Well, the, the, the first three don't have to be canon i mean the the new trilogy i'm sure lucas would be a little butt hurt if they were like yeah the, the first three didn't count i'm sure he would but they also said there or um jj uh, uh, abrams said that there's not going to be any mentions of midichlorians well yeah that'll just be part of well no that'll just that be their trilogy. dirty little secret it's like the, it's the thing that you don't mention I just hope they don't mention anything. From <laughs> yeah, no, no Jar Jar, no midichlorians. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the the movies, the the uh, animated series, um, and the comic books that are coming out now are okay. all for sure one hundred percent Disney approved canon. Okay. Which apparently Han Solo has a wife. No. What? Yes, I have. I haven't had a chance to go get the comic book and find out what happened there. I would imagine that she died or or left him or something happened before you know he was the before before a New Hope when he's in the cantina. Um, but yeah, apparently in the comics, Han Solo's got a wife. Well, aren't they planning an origin story movie for him? They are. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So lots of interesting things in the Star Wars universe. But aren't we supposed to be talking about Star Citizen? Yeah, I don't know what They happened. both have stars. So That's true. 
crazy tangent. <laughs> All right. Well, last night we did some racing. We did some Capture the Core Battle Royale with cheese. And some Vandal Swarms. It was a, a lot of fun. John, do you know, did anybody get their Aggressor Badge last night? Or Patch? It's a badge? Patch? Um, There was a group that broke off to do some Vandal Swarm, but I don't. it sounded like they were having a bunch of technical difficulties, so I don't know if they actually got into a game. Mm. Uh, so Because you, you did a, a Vandal Swarm or two, didn't you? No, I didn't, actually. Oh, oh okay, okay. Uh, well, I, I know there were, uh, I know Ace was, uh, was looking to, to get to wave 18 so he could get his patch. Um, so anyway, I hope, uh, some of those guys I haven't talked to any of them today, so I hope that they were able to make it. And if not this time, then I'm, I'm guessing this is going to last for a while. So, um, yeah, I don't think they put a, uh, I don't think they set a timeline on it. It might actually just be a permanent thing. You know, you make it to wave 18 and that's your reward because mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's in arena commander. So who cares how many are there? Cause it's not going to be in the persistent universe. Right. Right, and it's uh, you know it's it's a thing to do with your wreck too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which I think they're trying to promote. <laughs> yeah, they need people to start spending wreck. Yeah, but anyway, we had we had a lot of fun. Everyone was having a good time. It was great to see um, uh, Iron Man back out again, and uh, um, uh, Dietrich uh, joined us last night, and uh, afterwards. Um, uh, posted a, a really nice um, message on the Versecast forums. Uh, uh, Jimmy, did you want to uh, to read this, or um, or um, do you want me to take it, or do you, do you want, want to do you want to save it for for that uh, that portion of the uh, show? Oh, okay. I I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just fo- I'm you know. following the bullet points. I'm following the bullet points, but. So, anyway, stay tuned for Dietrich's really cool post. <laughs> Jimmy, what's been happening this week in the community from around the Interverse person? Oh, just trying to steal my thunder. Why are you trying to steal my thunder, Gleep? Uh, it's because... Uh, I, I know, you're just following... Uh, you're, like, you're like Ron Burgundy. You're just following what's on the teleprompter. <laughs> stay classy. <laughs> um, lots of cool stuff. Uh, surprisingly, lots of cool stuff. Um, for starters... Uh, for the uh, in Twitter on the uh, those guys with ships hashtag the TGWS uh, Master T Chella reminds us uh, that uh, space whales do in fact exist as proven by Doctor Who in the episode The Beast Below. Have you guys ever very seen that cool. one? Oh, it's very cool. Doctor Who? Doc- exactly. <laughs> what he said. Are you uh, are you a Whovian, John? I'm not. Oh, that makes me sad. I know that there's a uh, a a, a, a t- t- Tardis. <laughs> bigger on bigger on the inside. Um, yeah. In I, I would assume at this point because uh, this was a tenant episode, which is years ago. So I'm assuming I'm not going to be really spoiling this. But uh, in the episode, the beast below, um, it's a giant floating ship in space that has a kind of mystery or mysterious nature to it. And it turns out that it's a giant whale um, that is basically in pain and suffering with this human colony that's built a ship around it. Uh, really cool episode. Beautiful, uh, beautifully shot, beautifully written. Uh, but yeah, space whales do exist. Doctor Who proved it. Yes, yes, it's, it's a very cool thing. And then uh, Debano Five uh, or Felinor uh, clarifies the pronunciation of Tavirus. Tavirus, Tovirus. We still don't know, but he clarifies it. So you know, uh, at uh, well, the man himself had 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 a, a good uh, a good bit of fun uh, listening to us butchers. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, and then uh, at Odin uh, Omen. Uh, loves us, and I say that because <laughs> he always has something cool to say about every he show. Does. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there and uh, and say thanks. Uh, interesting. We love you too. Yeah, totally. Interesting small world. Um, he was recently talking about a um, a um, uh, uh, it's called Take This. And are you guys familiar with Take This? It's a nonprofit. That's what I was looking for. It's a nonprofit. It's basically it's an organization. um, And I know this because my wife is on the board. Um, It's an organization that recognizes and and helps address mental health issues in the gaming and the geek community in general. Uh, They're the folks that sponsor the AFK rooms at the different cons. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, that's them. That's take this. 
Um, So if anybody's interested in finding out more about Take This, they're a really good organization. They do really good work. um, And uh, uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. But anyway, I know it's a bit of a tangent, but just a small world because I know Odin had been uh, talking about that recently. And I was like, oh, hey, that's somebody, somebody just in my Twitter stream randomly talking about Take This. Cool. But uh, Matt Alita has popped back up on the boards or on the th- in our timeline and uh, was kind enough to remind us by posting a link from uh, at science porn uh, showing just how near a collision we had with a comet comet back in 2003. Yeah, it's a bit terrifying. I don't know if you guys had a chance to take a look at that or not. I slept through it. It's yeah, it's kind of terrifying to watch this comet come in and uh, get pulled in by our gravity and basically circle the planet, I don't know, three, four, five, six times. And each time it's like, oh, oh just just missing it, just missing it, just missing it. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a cool, um, it's a cool, like, I don't know, it's like a, a minute long or 30 second long render that shows uh, the orbit of that comet. So it's really neat. Uh, Jonto uh, did a raid in Destiny while Iron Man streamed it. Uh, you know, and then things got weird. Did they? What happened, John? <laughs> what? No, they didn't what get happened? weird. What got weird? Oh. I just, I just had a weird, a creepy visual of Iron Man streaming what Jonto was doing. <laughs> What's but, wrong with uh, that? Oh yeah, nothing, nothing at all. I, uh, I actually, <laughs> I, uh, I finally started playing Destiny. Um, I'm at level five right now. I rolled a hunter, and uh, I'm having fun. You know, it's a cool game. And then, yeah, I'm uh, rocking. Uh, I'm rocking the warlock, um, and yeah, I I I got my uh, buddy Connor, who is uh, level 26, um, same as me, um, to jump in and do the raid with Iron Man and his buddies. Iron Man actually has uh, a Destiny clan with over oh, wow. oh, 160 nice. members or something. Wow. Um. So yeah, he's been he's been doing that pretty religiously. Um. So. I mean, if if you want to join a Destiny clan, you should probably message him. I'm going to join um, because he brought in like three other guys. I think the raid is six people. Um, so he brought in three other guys. They're all max level, um, and they guided us through the raid, which typically, if you don't know what you're doing, can take, I think he said it can take like seven hours. Um, but with him guiding us through, it only took like an hour and a half. Um, and it was a lot of fun. So nice. If you need help in Destiny, you can ask TJ, aka Iron Man. I think he has the game on PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, cool. I uh, I'm playing it on PS4, but after our conversation offline, I, I might consider moving over to Xbox. But uh, also want to welcome uh, Aaron Ander. Uh, he posted in the hashtag TGWS. Uh, that uh, he was looking forward to flying with us. And uh, Aaron Ander, we're looking forward to flying with you as well. Yay. And then uh, over in the uh, hashtag Star Citizen, uh, at Odin Omen, it's the Odin Omen show tonight, uh, he uh, posted... Now, I've seen a couple of images floating around, but he posted a really nice high-res image of the uh, artist's uh, renders of the Banu. Have you guys seen this? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Pretty cool looking. Um, I, I it's I like I said I've seen a couple of different renders floating around. Um, I'm not sure which one of these three they're going to go with, um, but I really like the concept and I like the direction that they're taking with that particular alien for the game. Oh, huh, that's pretty cool. I mean, now is that what they're actually going to? Is that skin or is that the bone they're going to put the skin on top of? Uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, you've got. For those of you that are uh, out in podcast land, there are three side-by-side renders, and it looks like it's skin layers, maybe? Yeah, it could be. They got that shark fin thing working pretty hard there, too. Yeah, yeah. That's. Um, I wonder if that's their nose. It's like aerodynamic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it looks like there's some nostrils up there. When oh. I, when it's I like originally... they sneezed on you, it just like, comes straight out. <laughs> Sorry. When I originally saw this, it made me think about how um, characters in games, especially enemies, all have like the same face, especially if they're an alien. Um, so, I guess that's not 
There are certain enemies that have the same face. If they're not humanoid, it seems like they always have the same face. Similar look, yeah. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is maybe these are three different faces that they have for the... uh, What are they, Bennu? Different, uh, yeah, Bennu. Uh, Different ethnic ethnicities, if you will. (laughs) Possibly. I think that'd be cool if they didn't all look the same. Yeah, no, totally. I agree. So some are a little bit clammier than others. Sure. (laughs) You said clammy. (laughs) Clammy. And then uh, just Twitter in general, um, Megan uh, Cheever, uh, who is, and I love her handle, is uh, at McGillikitty. Um, she, I talked to her briefly, uh, just before the Gamescom presentation and, uh, she had posted some images of the clothing that she's working on. She's a concept artist. Um, she's working as a, I believe a freelancer for CIG. I don't think she's an actual employee. Um, and she had posted a whole series of clothing, male and female that looked really, really cool. Um, and then this week she posted unrelated, just a, uh, a really neat, uh, alien render that she did of a uh, Japanese fighting fish if it was a fully uh, sentient uh, bipedal human uh, humanoid and I thought it was really neat and not super star citizen related but um, she's a really talented artist and um, if anybody out there is interested definitely follow her it's uh, it's at Megilla Kitty which is uh, M-E-G-I-L-L-A-K-I-T-Y um, so she's got some cool stuff, and she's absolutely worth taking the time to uh, to follow. Cool. Yeah, and then um, we uh, just also in general uh, chat, uh, Disco Lando, I have only one thing to say to you. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, apparently something showed up for the chairman, and only Disco Lando knows what it is. Uh, the interesting thing about it is it's got uh, Aegis uh, Dynamics uh, prototype spray painted on the front of the box. So maybe another ship model. And if it is, I would say that looks to be maybe a reclaimer or I'm sorry, um, a uh, not a reclaimer. Retaliator. Retaliator. Thank you. Yeah, it could be. I was going to say it looks pretty big. But then I saw the HDMI cable. Right, 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 next to it. And oh, yeah. I, I have the Constellation, and the Constellation came in a box that was relatively similar in size. So it's what could it be? It is a what prototype could it be if of something. It's a, if it's an Aegis. It's a dismembered head. An Aegis head? An Aegis head. Still got cannibals going over here. We're, we're just going to have to wait and see. And then uh, finally from Twitter, uh, apparently my gray cat was delivered to my office. What? Yeah, click on the link. My gray cat showed up at the office the other day. I don't know how or why. <laughs> oh, boy. It really looks like one. It's, that, that's actually not my office. It's just down the street from my office. But I walked by that. And yeah, it looks exactly like a gray cat. That's amazing. I even walked around it, and I'm like, yep, no, that, that's a gray cat. That is absolutely <laughs> a gray cat. Somebody's been borrowing IP from somebody. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so that's all the things around uh, around Twitter. Over at uh, Official RSI, uh, remember last week when we were talking about uh, the not-so-good cosplay foo that was at Gamescom? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Well, Mr. Combustible over at uh, the official RSI forums uh, in the fan art and music forum uh, is completely and utterly killing it on Star Citizen cosplay. Mm. He it's, it's a it's a fairly deep thread, but. It starts out showing his CAD renders of uh, the uh, marine armor and marine weapons and, and grenades. And so it shows all of his CAD renders. But then if you keep scrolling down, you start to see the 3D printed versions. And holy cow. I mean, this this suit of armor is incredible. Um, there's two links. There's a link to the forum post, which has all the different pictures. But if you're in a rush and just want to take a quick look, there'll be another link that just shows the upper torso laid out. 
And holy cow, I cannot wait to see this thing at a con, at a, at a, at a Star Citizen con or a Star Citizen event somewhere because it is incredible. I mean, he the dude knocked it out of the park. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, give that man a free glaive. Yeah, at least a free glaive because, I mean, that is a set of armor right there. I'm jelly. I'm a bit jelly. <laughs> and then uh, another interesting thing over at the uh, Star Citizen forums, this time in general chat. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but uh, it's, uh, I guess it's uh, Mel- Melanos. He's got, That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's M3NEILLOS. Um, posted a link. Don't trust me. No, I won't. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> posted a link to. Um, I guess he's done these in CAD. I don't really know the full story here, but he these are glass star citizenships. Hmm. And I, I'm I'm assuming that when you look when you look inside, you've got so it's kind of like the Wonder Woman ship, where the body of the ship is made of glass, but then inside are like the plastic parts, so you can actually kind of see the interiors of the ship. Wow. Um. I, I wonder if maybe one of these is what showed up in that Aegis box. There you go. But um, but these are incredible. I mean, you know, the, like I said, I think they're they're just computer renders, but the concept is absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's basically these beautiful transparent glass ships of every one of the ships that we have, and then inside is what looks like the plastic innards of the ship, so that it's um, you know basically transparent, so you can see with the uh, the works. And there is a uh, there is a uh, pole. To see, you know, which ship uh, would you like to actually have as um, as the ship that goes into production? And right now, it looks like the Carrick is uh, the clear winner. With uh, <laughs> clear, yeah, see what clear. I did there? Huh? Yeah, with uh, the Vanguard and the 890 Jump, not too far behind. But a great thread, really, really interesting, really creative take on uh, on ship modeling. Uh, I don't know how they would actually do something like that. I mean, maybe glass, or, or I'm sorry, maybe plastic 3D printed. I don't know if you could really do that in glass, but I don't know. It's still absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's very cool looking. And then uh, over at the uh, versecast.org uh, in the podcast forum, uh, Gleep, you uh, you've made a post that I think we should all chat about. It's uh, the Versecast, hooking up with those guys with ships in AC by Gleep. Um, yeah, no. The reason I uh, I brought this up earlier was um, this is the uh, the if you click on the big orange button that says join us in game, this is where it, it drops you and it just gives you some you know instructions about how to how to come out and join us at our Sunday meetup. Actually, but, this uh, is the old one. We haven't it? used this for a few months. I knew that. I was just checking to see if you were listening. John. <laughs> <laughs> But um, in this thread, we got a really nice post from uh, from Murtok, uh, who uh, talked. To, actually, you know what? I would like to um, I would like to read the the post from Dietrich first, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's fine. I, I was going to say, um, yeah, we might as well just cover them both because it does make sense. But over in the Star Citizen uh, forum for Versecast.org, uh, Dietrich had also made a post called First Time to Fly with Those Guys with Ships Yesterday." So take it away, Gleep. All right. Um, yes. And I'm bringing that up now. And he said... <clears throat> Dietrich. Dietrich. Wait, oh, wait, where is it? I've lost my place and I can't get up. Uh, he <laughs> said, hello all. About eight hours ago, I had my first opportunity to go from occasional poster on these forums to being an actual participant by flying with nearly a dozen of its members. And even though it may sound like sucking up to the masses, I wanted to say that these few hours did much to shine a very positive light upon all of you. I've been a part of a number of groups online and never have I seen so much courtesy being shown over the internet. Seven men would wait for one person to fix a technical glitch so they wouldn't be left out. Someone has a question and it was answered. An opinion was asked for and no one became aggressive or negative. And so on. Simply put, gentlemen, this sampling was what gaming and social experiences over the World Wide Web should be, and it deserves some measure of public acknowledgement. Thank you to those who welcomed me to join in on the fun, and thank you to those who made it fun. I will see you all in the verse. So that, that was very, very 
cool of him to post that. And um, uh, so we just wanted to uh, give him a big shout out for, um, you know, sharing his experience. And, uh, and and it feels good, too, that, you know, that, that that's the experience he had because that has been our intention back from the very beginning. Yeah, I, I remember I remember catching the first few episodes of the verse cast and immediately being drawn into just how chill you guys are. Um, and and that was actually what prompted me to join the organization. I think at that point there was only like three or four people. And um, I was just like, you know what? These guys just seem really cool and really relaxed. And, and I, these are the kind of people I want to fly with. And I haven't regretted it ever since. As, as the community's gotten bigger, everyone is really just cool and really nice um, and very, um, very open. And, and I agree. I think it's a great post. Um, I think uh, I think you really hit the nail on the head with it. Um, and it's nice to see someone verbalize, I think, what a lot of us that came into the org feel. And we feel just very comfortable. Cool. Well, we're glad because that, that was uh, when John and I and, and Caleb started way back when that was that was the idea. We just wanted to create a place where folks felt comfortable coming out and playing um, just because we all are excited about this game and not, you know, not for, for any of the other reasons necessarily that folks, uh, you know, lurk around the internet. So. And then, uh, so following that up with uh, Martok over in, yeah. uh, over in the now outdated thread in the podcast uh, forum. You see, John is paying attention. Yes. <laughs> what? Are we doing a podcast? <laughs> uh, Mr. Murtaugh said, I think the Sunday meetups are great. That said, I think we could take org cohesion org cohesion, uh, to a higher level by making sure we hook up with org members whenever we happen to be playing. I'm sure there are guys with ships who prefer to play all ki- at all kinds of strange hours. Mumble provides an easy way to do this if we take time to make it happen. I know that I often go to the website, see the Mumble server empty, and therefore don't bother to log into it myself. If we all make a commitment to log into that Star Citizen channel every time we play, unless you just really prefer to play solo that day, then I bet we would find that every day could be a meetup with someone. I wouldn't want to go so far as to make it a rule or anything. Those guys with ships is too cool for rules at this point. I do think that it would be a good idea to promote use of the Mumble server every week on both versions of the podcast, though. When people see just one org member in that Star Citizen channel, it encourages them to join in, too. But somebody has to be first. And I completely agree. I yeah. Think that that's, yeah, um, totally. That that's um, a, a great thing to do. Um, uh, just, you know, just go hang out. I mean, a, a lot of times um, uh, um, I'll just go uh, uh, log in there, you know, like if I'm playing Elite or something like that, and, you know, you go hang out in the Elite channel. And uh, usually somebody will pop in and say, hey, what are you doing? You know, so it's um, I, I think that it's true that if everybody is the, the second guy waiting for the first guy, then um, it uh, – then it, it doesn't happen. But if somebody steps up and is the first guy, then the second guy, wait a second. The, <laughs> Stop confusing yourself. I, you know, you know what uh-huh. I mean. I think, um, I, I think he, he's, he's smart in, if that's the right phrasing, but he's smart in saying that it, it shouldn't be a rule. Uh, I think one thing for sure is that, you know, our rules tend to be keep it casual, keep it light, be respectful. You know, and, right. and that's pretty much it. Um, you know, so I, I agree. I don't think it's anything. And and there are people and there is something to be said for. There have been very late nights um, when I have not been of the clearest of minds where I just kind of want to log in by myself. And I, I don't really want to chat with anybody. And I just want to, you know, putz around in my ships. But then there's been other nights when I've wanted to log in and I haven't seen anybody in. And I'm like, oh, it's a bummer. And then I'll just log in and, and do my thing. So I, I think going forward that, yeah, on, on the nights when I'm um, feeling social, uh, on those weird hours that I keep, um, I will definitely log in uh, to the server. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's because um, it's free. Mm-hmm. Up to the first 50 slots. So but uh, yeah. get in quick. Yeah, all good stuff and all good stuff from around the universe. Uh, all of this stuff uh, that we've mentioned uh, in this uh, part of the show will have links. Go check them all out. 
Uh, if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, if you find something out there in the internet, because uh, it is a big place uh, that Star Citizen related, please don't hesitate to email us at uh, versecast at versecast.org, or you can email me at Jimmy or Gleep or John and let us know. We'd be happy to talk about it on the show. That's Absolutely. not the email. It's not versecast at versecast.org? No, it's not, is it? See, John's paying attention. <laughs> John, what is the correct email address? <laughs> comms at versecast.org. Coms. Hey, but guys. actually, <laughs> versecast at versecast.org would work as well because it's a, it's a catch-all email. See, I'm like Ron Burgundy, too. I just read what's on the teleprompter. <laughs> but you wrote it. I know. It doesn't mean I wrote it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the organization over at the RSI uh, website, we are up to 185 members. And, John, what does that mean? That means that as of a few hours ago, earlier today, when I checked, and I have to do it manually using an Excel spreadsheet. Um, but anyway, we are number 98 out of some 40,000 orgs. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, is it 40 or 30,000? I think it's like 33,000 something. 30 something, 30 or 40,000 orgs. Yeah, there's a lot of orgs, and we're number 98 out of sheer members. So we're pretty high up there. We are, and I would say we're number one in quality of members. So you would say that we are, uh, while featuring Usher, uh, and uh, we are the song, uh, The Matrimony? I wouldn't say that at all, but I, but then I, I just don't. But I'm it, not. it's number 98 on Billboard's Top 100. What? <sighs> See what I did there? Hey, it could be worse. We could be 97, and then we'd be crushing it by Brad Paisley. <laughs> okay, so, so, that's, that's so what's the opposite of hitting for the cycle? Um, what is happening right now? I don't now? know. We're off the rails. What? What? How? Why? Why do you have the Billboard Top 100 so easily accessible? <laughs> that's what I work in the music industry, <laughs> and, and also Google is my friend, and I'm clever. <laughs> oh boy. That is true. All right. Well, um, on this, we can't agree. Since last time, we have new members. We have Gangster who joined. He said, what's up, guys? Listen to your podcast since episode 32. Looking for a chill organization with fun guys to play with. I started off with a Hornet, and through many impulse buys, my hangar now includes a Retaliator and a Vanguard along with the Hornet. Since I probably won't physically be running all three ships at once, they're open to anyone who needs them. I'm looking forward. So that's that's kind of like a donation to the um, uh, org hanger. Yeah, in a roundabout yeah, way. Yeah. 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 Thank you, gangster. Um, we'll add your name to the uh, to the wall of fame. Is Although it just it's... me, or does it sound like really square when you just say gangster? Well, it's G E N. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. He's a gangster. Well, okay, no, I don't. I don't agree. I think it actually <laughs> sounds. I think it actually sounds squarer if you're like uh, if you're like gangsta, because gangster is you know. I mean, there's some old school you know props to being a gangster. Yeah, as you're opposed right. to a gangsta. You're right. You know, it's a, I would go so far as to say he's a man who's comfortable in his own skin. He's a no, gangster. No, 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 I'm not saying anything against him. I'm talking about Gleep. Oh, would the Gleep say gangster or gangsta? He said gangster. Well, Gleep's old, so everything he says <laughs> sounds square. <laughs> How was I supposed to pronounce it? <laughs> oh, God, you're killing me. <laughs> all right. I'm looking forward to the combat roles and always wanted to be a cowboy in space. Anyways, I'll be looking forward to the laughs and face palms. In space! Of which there will be many, I'm sure. Oh, yes. 
Uh, Trevor J. Skywalker joined us, and he says that Razy asked me to join. Looking forward to joining the crew. So, Razy, thank you again for uh, bringing another person uh, on board. I mean, he's got he's responsible. I think of the 185, I think about 170 of them came to us through Razy at some <laughs> point. Um, Aaron joined us. He said, hi, everyone. I've been hooked on Space Sims ever since I played the X-Wing series as a kid. Since those days, name a Space Sim, I've probably played it. I have always wanted to just venture out into space and make my own way, but there just hasn't been a game to give you that feel like Star Citizen will. As soon as I heard what Chris Roberts was doing, I purchased an Aurora and waited patiently. Fast forward a year or two, and I am now sitting with a Freelancer, a Merlin, and ever since I saw that multi-crew demo, a Constellation. I'm very excited to be a part of your org. I listen to the show, and the feeling of community I get from it is something I crave. I have some gaming friends, but not many that see the vision Star Citizen has and are willing to invest in it. I'm just looking to hang out with nice people who like Star Citizen and maybe learn a thing or two from them. I await your decision. Well, the decision has been made, Aaron. You are in. Welcome. Welcome. Have we had to decline anyone? Um, no. Yeah. Why would we, why would we want to do that? Well, there might be some trolls out there that try to join. Well, I think a clear and obvious troll will be um, excommunicated from the organization fairly oh, quickly. okay. Wow, excommunication. It's serious business. <laughs> it is. Man, I'm going I'm to rend your soul from your body. <laughs> Yay. You can no longer come to the church of those guys with ships. That's right. No no more praying at the altar of the hornet. Uh, Landericus said, you guys have a great podcast. I like the natural vibe you create. Wouldn't mind hanging with everyone. So welcome aboard. The hang has begun. Yeah, and pretty soon we'll all actually all be able to... I can't... I am really looking forward to us all meeting at the bar uh, when the social mod drops. Mm-hmm. Even though we'll all get there and not have anything to do, I'm still excited about it. Oh, we're going to be uh, moting at each other like crazy. Oh, yeah. Lots of dancing happening. <laughs> lots of dancing. Uh, Chester Horse said, been listening for a while and decided to join up. Found Star Citizen back when it was around $5 million in funding and backed at around $15 million. The promise of a best damn space sim that you could do anything in was what grabbed and held my interest until I finally backed. I have a Freelancer Caterpillar LTI and a Vanguard LTI. I am looking forward to flying multi-crewing with y'all in the near future. Sadly, though, my heart belongs to Guard Frequency. Support and search and rescue are my thing. Keep up the great podcast. And, you know... I was going to say, listen, for how often Gleep references Guard Frequency, I think his heart belongs with them, too. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I actually uh, am a member of the Guard Frequency organization, um, but, um, you know, we are all about, you know, come join us, be an affiliate member. That's perfectly okay with us. No, um, I, I, I listen. I listen to Guard Frequency every week. I love that show. You know, I think um, I think what you get out of Guard Frequency is different than what you get out of those guys with chips, and I think that that's apparent um, in, in our audience and their audience, and I think both shows are cool for different reasons. Exactly. Yeah, but the majority of our hosts beat them in a dogfight. So yes, better. that is one hundred percent accurate. What he said. You hear, All you right. hear that kinetic impulsor talking to you? <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Tony. Why are you gonna do that? <laughs> call Tony out. All right. Uh, and then over on the website at versecast.org, we have a new member, Mr. Landericus, joined us over there. So uh, welcome aboard over there. Look forward to seeing you posting in the forums. And speaking of the uh, Versecast at versecast.com. No, wait a second. That's not right. What is it? It's, Coms. It's, it's, at, it's correct here. Why are you doing this? Why are you making it wrong? <laughs> I'm just trying, trying, trying to support Jimmy. John's have John's having an embolism over there. His eyes twitching. <laughs> All right. Uh, so over that, we got some emails this week, guys. Uh, Phenom, who was out with us uh, last night playing. Phenom. Phenom. Okay, I'm sorry, God. Thank you. Heard on the podcast, Sunday meetup starts at 6 p.m. PDT, right? That's 3 a.m. for me. Fun time. Ouch. What I want to know, though, is what I need to participate, games-wise. Planet Side sounds like one. 
Regards, Simon Phenom Berglund. Um, yes, um, we have phenomena. We have uh, in the past uh, when Star Citizen was misbehaving, played Planet Side, Planet Side Two, which uh, we all uh, we have a Steam group. You can join our Steam group, and it is free to play. So um, that is a, a good fallback game. But uh, it's been a few weeks since we've actually uh, done any Planet Side Two, hasn't it, John? Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, well, I don't what, know. I I got a little burned out on it. Um, I just felt like I. It just feels like you don't progress very much in that game because of the free-to-play nature. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it's still fun to jump in and play every now and then, um, but if you don't know what you're doing, it just feels like you're not doing anything. Um, so, well, you're dying a lot. Yeah, dying and resing, dying and resing. Yeah. yeah so so. Uh, Planetside 2 is a cool game. Um, I mean, for Sunday meetups the last few weeks, all we've been doing is Star Citizen, so... And I would think yeah. anybody. Well, actually, if you join our org, you have to have Star Citizen, so uh, or at least be registered on the website. I don't. You have to have a game package to join an org. I don't. I'm pretty. I, you know, sure. I don't know. I think you do. Oh, okay. Well, um, uh, you're certainly welcome to come hang out on uh, on our website and pop into the Mumble server. You don't have to be a member of the org to do that. So. Um. Don't don't feel like you have to have bought a ship if you're just interested in in hearing what our Sunday meetups are all about. Um, you don't have to join the organization at RSI. You can just come check it check us out on the website. And, oh wait uh, a second, Phnom was out last night. He was. He was he was uh, getting his stick set up. I think he's our friend in Sweden. I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to set up his. His uh, stick, but it uh, didn't sound like he was having very a very good time. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he has the game. So, well, I heard, yeah. I heard mapping a stick is is kind of a pain. Yeah. Well, he, well, he had if if you have to have the the game to register at RSI and join the org, then he definitely has because he's he's in the org. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if somebody knows, then write us and tell us. Where would they send that email, John? Comms at versecast.org. Excellent. Mr. Zinfandel said, Good afternoon, gentlemen. I believe it was once communicated that we would be able to jump in and help crew our friends' ships. I was curious if this would effectively allow people to fast travel around the verse by electing to crew a ship that was on the far end of the star map. When we volunteer to crew another player's ship, will we simply take control of an existing NPC crew member? Will the crew member we take over be restricted in the types of activities they can engage in? For example, buying and selling ships and merchandise on planets and space stations in ways that would benefit our main character who may be several jumps away. Thank you for continuing to produce an entertaining and informative Star Citizen podcast. Sincerely, Mr. Zinfandel. Um, that's an interesting question. I think we, we've we sort of, uh, if not that specific question, we've We've uh, posited similar questions before, and I think the answer at this point is we just don't know. We don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really talked about it in a long time, but they have said that you'll be able to smith, I call it smithing, uh, like um, the Matrix. Actually, people call it smithing. Um, You'll be able to smith into another player's NPC and take over that NPC. Now, I would guess that um, the captain of the ship will allow permissions once mm-hmm. you know I, i'm gonna assume with an npc you have to be able to assign permissions um a good example of that would be kind of like what star wars galaxies did with housing you could assign uh you could leave the house open so anybody could go in but nobody could touch any of your stuff and then you could assign certain other players the ability to take stuff out of out of drawers or pick stuff up and, and move stuff around I would imagine that this is going to be a more advanced version of that with smart AI um, because they did the same thing with their vendors. You could set up a vendor in Galaxies and, uh, for lack of a better word, program it with some basic things like um, call it barking, uh, barking people to come over to the vendor, um, allowing access to certain things. So I can I envision that the NPCs are going to play out the same way, and you're going to basically go, okay, you've got access to weapons, you've got access to engineering, you've got access to everything. And so I think that that's going to be the same system that they use for uh, players, for, for sentient beings, for lack of a better word. So basically, 
you'll have, if a player joins your ship, you'll be assigning them specific um, admin rights, much in the same way that you would be doing assigning admin rights to your NPC. So if someone is, whether they're there with their character or whether they're smithing into an NPC, you're going to have to, I would imagine something will pop up going, hey, so-and-so is now inhabiting your NPC. What controls do you want to allow them to have? And then you would be able to dictate, uh, you know, what their admin rights are. I, I kind of seems like that would be the logical way for them to go. So they've confirmed yeah. that you will be able to play as somebody else's NPC. Yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago, but yeah, they they have confirmed that you will be able to do that. And I think one of the reasons why they're allowing for that is so that you don't, if you're on one end of the galaxy and your friend's on the other end of the galaxy, they don't necessarily have to fly out to meet you. They can just jump into your NPC as a quick and easy way to do some gaming and have a good time. Yeah. Which I think sense. is brilliant. Yeah, it's a brilliant way to do things. And um, and like I said, they haven't really talked a lot about it um, since probably over a year ago. Uh, and I think I would imagine that it's something that's still in development, uh, so they're not ready to talk about it yet. But um, I would guess when we get a deep dive on NPCs, we'll get more clarity on what exactly they're going to do. Cool. All right. And uh, the old Gleepster got an email at thegleepadversecast.org. Yay, um, Gleep. Our buddy Steinkuhl emailed us, or emailed me. He emailed me. <laughs> he likes me. He said, hi, Gleep. First of all, great shows again. I also had some problems installing 1.1.6 on my PC with Windows 7. It turned out that my antivirus software classified the new install installer as malware. Depending on the settings of your antivirus software, it may not even ask you. It's just deleting the files. I had to enter the installer in the folder as an exception to make it work. So since you are, okay, uh, and uh, just to kind of recap, I don't think we mentioned it earlier on, um, I did uh, solve my problems with uh, with the client, so um, I am back, uh, back in the saddle again. Down, pick it down, down, pick it down, down. Yeah. Um, and uh, a thank you to Lemming for uh, the, uh, the tip on what to do. Uh, everything was spot on. I really appreciate that. Um, and so then he, he goes on, he says, so since you are the one tasked by your co-host, I want you guys to pay attention to this. So since <laughs> you are the one tasked by your co-hosts to read all the new names, I thought it is time to provide you with a little advantage. If you are interested, go to www.ivana.com. That's I-V-O-N-A.com. It's an Amazon company that develops text-to-speech, text-to-speech software, I'm assuming. Ah. Uh, select... Select the female German voice Marlene and type in the name or word. For example, Steinkuhl Radler. The male German voice doesn't pronounce the name as as good as the female one, but it is better with the different types of beer. I wonder why. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, the, the the male voice pronounces beer types better than the female oh, voice. Oh, okay. But so the the female remembers your name, but the guy knows beer. <laughs> We're not we're not, we're not reinforcing stereotypes here. No. Um, and he, he continues. I don't drink beer myself, but there are a couple of so-called uh, beer mich. You need to put oh. this into the thing. Yeah, I don't have the thing up yet though. The uh. beer mich get drink. Thank you. Beer based mixed drinks here in Germany. Beer mixed with lemon or orange soda is called a Radler, which I guess Radler is a cyclist. Um, okay, a lager beer mixed with cola is called a diesel. A hefeweizen mixed with cola is called a colaweizen. The Berliner Weiss mit Schuss, Schuss? <laughs> hey, don't a, shush me. Is a light white beer mixed with a shot of sweet syrup, green with Waldmeister <laughs> syrup, a Woodruff flavored syrup, gelb or yellow. With a uh, shot of Zitronus syrup, which is lemon syrup, and the rot, red, with a shot of him beer syrup or raspberry syrup. This is my Greetings. this is my favorite email so we far. Steinkuhl, thank these. you. <laughs> I would like credit for persevering, please. Oh, absolutely. Um, Good job. Uh, he ends it with greetings from Germany, David, aka Steinkuhl. 
Triath Altair in game. So thank you, Steinkuhl. We appreciate we appreciate the ability to make fun of me. <laughs> I like how you kept reading it just nonchalantly, like you didn't know that he was putting it in there just for you to read it. I'm a trusting person. <laughs> All right, and and we also got an iTunes review. How cool is that? Nice. We are captivating and charming. Wow. Uh, Mr. Zinn, our buddy Mr. Zinfandel, uh, posted this up there. He said, those guys with ships deliver a compelling fireside chat among friends. Relax and listen to relevant, up-to-date discussions pertaining to all things Star Citizen. An, effort, an effortless mixture, not, so, not always so effortless, mixture of wit, humor, and informed perspectives contribute to their continued success. What Very part nice. about this is effortless? I, I'm certainly not the pronunciation. <laughs> we, we, we make it seem effortless. <laughs> oh, okay. It's our delivery. We smooth like that. Yeah. All right, so we thank you uh, very much, Mr. Zinfandel, for uh, the review. And guys, you know, we are coming right up on two hours. How did, how did, how did that work out? I know, we're getting really good with timing out the episodes. I'm, I'm impressed. I am too. We even have time for a cheesy game plug. Uh-oh. Anybody got one? Have we done Makey Bot on the toilet yet? <laughs> if I had a Makey Bot on the toilet community, <laughs> if, oh yeah, here you go, yeah. The server. If you wanted to start a, a gaming on the toilet community, John, where would you go? Uh-huh. I would go to Engine.com, where they have easy to use and powerful tools for you to start making a website for your gaming community. It's pretty much just drag and drop modules easy to use for somebody that doesn't even know any coding like me i set up the versecast website and people say it look it looks pretty decent so it does it's pretty um, fly it is fly like a g6 mhm what is the fly for what a is white the guy. g what pretty fly for a white guy <laughs> no really john you're not, not you are so not into rock and roll are you no you you know that one, don't you, Jimmy? Please tell me you know yeah, that one. Yeah, of course one. I do. It's the who is Offspring. <sighs> hmm. Thank you. I was just Good thinking album. of uh, Beat Street when Gotta the keep them separated when the subway goes by, and it's a new one. It's a new train. It's all white. And they say it's so white. It's so clean. Oh, okay, sure. No, no Beat Street. You haven't seen no. Beat Street? It's no. great. There's uh, like uh, maybe maybe around the time of um, breaking to electric boogaloo, but it's been a long time. There's some good uh, break dancing in Beat Street. You should go watch it. It's from the seventies, I think, eighties. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, breaking and breaking two. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm down. I think it's some sure. old school, some old school uh, break dancing. I think we should bring it back. I, I would, think we need break dancing in Star Citizen. I think that Gleep would break a hip, and I would <laughs> not be too far behind him. God, please, please tell me how do I start my my Makey Bot community? My we we did this. It's engine.com. Oh, go there, please, someone. <laughs> Support Ronald Jenkins. Check him out. www.ronaldjenkins.com. Help me, please help me. I'm Star Gleep. Just help me, Jimmy. <laughs> you can uh, you can find me over Twitter at Jimmy Croker. It's uh, J I M I like Hendrix because he's my favorite guitar player. Uh, you can uh, also find me over at uh, versecast.org and official RSI under my handle Jackson J A X S U N. And please email me. Love to hear from you. To Jimmy J I M I at versecast.org. John. You can find me on Twitter, Steam, RSI, Versecast, and Xbox if you want to play some Destiny at the only Jonto. That's like. I got. I, I, I need to find just say more it. words just say it. that John, rhyme John, with John, it. John, 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 John. Just say it. It's like Tonto with a J. Mm, space Kimosabi. It's the quickest way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You can email the show at comms at versecast.org. You can uh, join our Steam community. 
Uh, just search for those guys with ships or Versecast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We are at Versecast. We'll follow you back. Use the hashtag TGWS and search for hash- that hashtag when you're tweeting about anything that you think we might be interested in. RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash Versecast is the place to go to join our organization. And as always, you can have multiple organizations. You can have up to nine affiliate affiliates and one main organization, and we are totally fine with being affiliated with you and you affiliated with us. So come affiliate together. <laughs> yes, come affiliate. We are... Did I say who we are? We're those guys with ships. That's what the name of the show is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Firstcast.org is our website. We have forums, our mumble server, which people should be occupying. If you're just hanging around some night and don't be like most people and you're like, oh, and there's nobody in there. Nobody's going to play. Uh, you have to be that first person. Somebody's got to be the first person. And if you're the first person, then everybody will look up to you. And eventually you'll be, like, the leader of something. I don't know. Isn't that how it works? Let's just say yes. Sure. Search for Versecast on iTunes and leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. Preferably five stars. (laughs) (laughs) I, I start dropping off at this point because it's like midnight for me, so... You're doing a great job. Come on, just bring her home, John. Bring her home. What else do I say? After they review us, they have to email us so that we make sure we get it. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually, I messaged Vendis. Let's see if he listens to the podcast, because I messaged him on Twitter to try to find that tool that uh, propagates all the reviews in one place, but he hasn't replied, like, for weeks. But he's yeah. he's in the forums, so I know he's there. He's just ignoring me. So, Vendis, if you can hear my voice right now, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> You're all deeply disappointed. He was out last night to play, so he he was he, he really still lives. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he must have a little bit come on yeah. later. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. I missed him. That's too bad. All right. Until next time, then, we are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. See you later. At least I have chicken. Really? That, what, is, that like, is that like a thing now? Like, at least I have chicken? Should be. Well, at least I have galoshes. It, it's not raining but at least I have them. True that. Like chicken. <laughs>